Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. What's up, guys? Jimmy's not ready to do an L show. I'm not. Is my not ready for it? What's up now? No, you're good to me. I'm not ready for an L show. I didn't. I didn't expect an L show. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't think so either. Though here we are. Um, For Mitchell, forty-one for Levert. I mean, what the f? You let these guys come into your home court tonight and just do whatever the hell they wanted. Shot makers. We, we were talking yeah. about it. Just shot makers, just killer. It was that guy. That's why, if you read the season preview, that's why you saw I had Cavs as my four seed. I think they've got what it takes. Yeah. They didn't even have Garland tonight, and look what I know they were able to do. So it's a good team. A little, little, uh, little bit of a lesson for this. Well, I mean, kind of the same problems. Look, you're short Grant, so you're going in really really low you know really you're just not playing the type of game you want to play when when your best lineup at least for the first part of the game was double big involving luke luke cornett like you're obviously it's a bit of an uphill battle um and not having grant in there definitely messes with your rotations um so can we just like double big turn the game around silence for loose yeah, my God. Double big turn the game around. Uh, but you knew they were going to turn into a pumpkin at some point, right? Like, I didn't like starting Luke and OT at all. Yes. At all. They're not a good They're not a good double big lineup. It's not like two great no. bigs. It's just a tall person. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's not yeah, actually right, – you right. really shouldn't play them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, you could point to a lot of things. Ultimately, the defense is still brutal, um, and that's just that's what's killing them. Um, but I mean, some of those shots were just tough shots. Um, you know, the easy things to point at here: Tatum just didn't get enough action at all in the uh, in the in the second half and in the fourth quarter and overtime. Um, they stopped moving the ball, turned a little bit into my ball, your ball sort of offense. So the offense stagnated a tad. Just defensively, they were just bad. Uh, you know, guys were getting cooked left and right. Uh, you know, guys were making shots over them. Uh, and, you know, their guys just, you know, you got beat by Levert and, 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 and Mitchell scoring on your vaunted guys, you know. And I, I also don't get why, you know, we stopped switching everything. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely a departure from what you saw last year. It doesn't, this doesn't remotely resemble, I know Rob's out, it doesn't remotely resemble last year's defense. 
not even close. We're already starting to get the articles. Like, don't worry about it. On the defense will come. But <laughs> this was our this was our big concern. This was I I would. I know you're right there with me. Big concern with the Celtics team was: just, is the defense going to carry over from last year? They wanted to go by playing defense. That, that was their identity. They turned their offense. A lot of their offense came from defense. Now they're relying, or they're they're hoping that their offense is just going to come off of because they're giving up so many points. They're not scoring out, and they're not getting out in transition as much as they need to. They're not putting teams back on their heels, and. Again, they can score. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Tatum and Brown both had over 30 tonight, but that's not how they're going to win games. They need to be a defensive first mindset. And that was my concern when Ime, you know, wasn't, I knew Ime wasn't going to be coaching anymore. It's like, who's going to get that defense out of them? It took him months to beat it into them in order for them to start playing defense and believe that that was a way to win. And now they have oh God, Manning's music. No. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby, can't, read can't the have rules. That. Read uh, the rules. Find a quiet spot. Uh, super chat. I want to say here, uh, real quick. Uh, you know, putting it super up there. Chat. Thank you guys right. for thank you guys for throwing down. Um, you know, every little bit helps, and we do appreciate it. Though we don't expect it, but it is super nice when you do. Allows us to keep bringing the content to you for free. So thank you. I uh, just want to say. Uh, was this Austin? What's up, Jimmy? Yeah, I want to say real quick when it's in U.S. dollars here to figure out, but it doesn't have to be. But I think we got like uh, what did we get last time? It was like two million something, and I several hundred we, thousand of us. I thought we were gonna yeah. retire, but it was it ended up being a couple bucks, which is still fine. But just don't get my hopes up like that. Anyways, yeah. go on. Uh, I love smart. I really do. Brogdon has to get more minutes in the game. Keep doing what y'all think. Love the show. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. The um. Look, it's an easy, it's easy, low hanging fruit right now to say smart, right? You know, like smart was bad. Smart should have been pulled. This is where you're stuck a little bit. If you're Joe, right? Yeah. You know, like, does Joe have the kind of, you know, what's to go with a Brogdon white closing lineup, which he probably should have. If you read the game, just wasn't smart tonight. Wasn't playing great defensively. Had a couple hustle plays was killing the offense. Um, you know, wasn't doing a good job moving the ball. Uh, just didn't have a good game. Didn't have a good game. Uh, I mean, every time he shoots a three, you're giving, you're doing what the, what the defense wants you to do. They want you to do that. They want the ball out of the Tatum and Brown's hands into your hands. Shoot the three. Uh, the problem is, is that's who he is. That's the guy. He's going to be that guy, and you can't stop him. Um, so sometimes you just have to save him from himself and just get him out of there. That's, like the, that's all you can do. I mean, I he, he was, was bad. Well, he wasn't hitting his shots. I, I don't think all of his shots I don't were think, bad, I think he had a bad. I think he had a bad game throughout. I mean, I think he had a bad game defensively as well. Missed, missed Brown on that on that sort of breakaway opportunity there towards the end where Brown turned it over, trying to save it from going out of bounds. I think it was and bad. Then, it was just bad, bad they, game. Yeah, bad game. Absolutely. And I talked about how Tatum wasn't maybe as involved as you wanted him to be. Well, some of those shots were leaving Marcus Smart's hands. Every, every shot that Smart takes is a shot that Brown aren't taking, guys, that yeah. you, you wall and get into the bathroom doing those things it's not that you don't have to be part of the offense because obviously he needs to be at, at the guard position but 
I think a lot of people could do without some of the that we saw tonight. Yeah, there it is. Three of 15. I mean, that says it all. Two of nine from um, just not going to go down in the, in the, in the highlight reel of Marcus Smart. It was a minus 26. It was a minus 26. Hey, they're saying my, the starters all Wi-Fi is messed up, I think. In that message that my Wi-Fi is not. You seem okay to me. Um, he was uh, minus 26. All the starters were bad. Um, you know, the, the bench overall was better. Um, but Smart was rough again. Uh, it was just a rough, rough game and a rough start to his season offensively. Kind of same thing that he was last year. Throwing in another comment here on a super chat. And thanks, Ben. Um, Smart cost us the game. He is not starting point guard. Brogdon has to start. Love Smart. The hustle uh, doesn't counter his putrid offense. This is, I, again, I'm not going to, I'm not diminishing the point. It's a, I, the, we talked about this before the year. It's a point everyone's going to make. They're going to watch these games. They're going to see Brogdon. They're going to see that he's better offensively. They're going to want to make a switch or they're going to start talking about a switch when Marcus has games like this. It's inevitable. Uh, hard to argue with it tonight. I hate doing Are it. They, I don't want to react to everyone one game. I just, I, you know, I, I feel the way I feel about smart. I, you know, I think we fans try extremely hard to point out the things that he's only okay at and make them bigger than they are. Instead of accepting just, he's a very good player who certain things he just doesn't do extremely well. And that's that. Uh, he's not a great scorer. He's not a good shooter. He's not a, you know, true point guard in the sense that he doesn't threaten defenses in a lot of different ways. He's capable, he's able, and he does all the other things and he defends and he switches and he plays, you know, he, he, he's a great guy to have on your team, but sometimes you just need somebody else to kind of run, run the show. Um, and this felt like one of those nights where uh, they might've benefited from less smart. Taking a quick break to tell you about our awesome sponsor, betonline.ag. Our sponsors here, and they want to remind you that football is back. How could we forget? A couple weeks into the NFL season now, Bet Online remains the number one source for all your football betting needs this season. That's of course college as well. You always find all the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. Awesome website, easy to toggle through the different settings, and no one has more. Uh, your continued source for sports wagering information is bet online with live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. I know I'm excited about Syracuse right now. Might lay a bet on them at some point. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. That's MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf all year long. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. You know the code by now, CLNS50. That's CLNS50 when you sign up for 50% back on your first deposit. Put 100 in there, get 50 back. That's how that works. That's CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I agree on the offensive end, certainly. But I think in a close game, defense, 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 you're going to take out your best defensive player that you have on the roster. Down the stretch when you need stops. Now, I'm not had a great game defensively, and certainly as a team, we've already talked about and we've mentioned it on numerous shows how the defense just isn't there right now. But you can't just take them out of the game in a close game. What you have to do is make it, I guess, there within the team or whatever. That hey, we want to get these smart. You're in the game, okay? And if that conversation isn't happening, then maybe it needs to because 
he's still valuable to the team. Even when he shoots the way he does, you know, when the Celtics are playing small, they need guys like Mark Switch, obviously, you know, they need. This comment is fair from Darwin. It echoes what you're saying. Totally agree. Smart, there's smarts value right there. When they're going small, you need smarts right. physicality. Sure. Perfect. It's true. So there it is. You do. But damn if you do. You don't want him it's, to it, give it, it, And that's give why it's not as easy as that. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's it's the it's the full Marcus Smart experience. You're gonna get frustrated by some things on offense. Uh you're gonna lament his limitations, but then you're gonna ignore some of the things that you're you know that you, that you need from him. Um and that he's you know given you or not given you. So it's tough. Joe Mazzula taking a lot of uh flack here. Um I don't know what you do tonight. I think this was a tough game to manage because um because your front court is so bad. It's so bad. It's so thin. Um, this is a nightmare matchup going against this team with twin towers um, that, 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 that are going to play as much as they play. Um, I don't know what you do here. I mean, he tried, went to Blake a little bit. The Blake minutes weren't terrible. Um, the Cornette minutes is certainly in the second quarter worked. Um, I don't know what you do there. Hauser was great. Kind of went away from him late. I and mean, Hauser was plus 23 in 12 minutes. Um, I, I don't know what else. That he, second quarter, he was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in that second quarter when things really took off, I'm not really sure what else you do there. If you're Joe, you know, I don't either. What, what mean, do you I do? You play Tatum 42 minutes, Horford 41 minutes, Brown 43 minutes. Like, there's not much room to play better lines than what you played. You only have so many players out there. You're, you're down two Williamses right now. Yeah. I mean, Al Horford, 41 minutes, you know, it's like, you think they want, I mean, I know we're talking, you think they want Al Horford and even in the upper thirties? No, they don't. They don't want him probably in the lower thirties if they didn't have to, but this is, this is the reality of it. And this is the issue that we had with this team going into the regular season was the lack of depth at the, at the big position. Right. I mean, that was the, the main concern. So yep. it's a reality now. And yeah, when a guy's out for whether it's a suspension or it could be a nagging injury, it's going to really rear its, rear its ugly head even more. Bringing in Sherrod. Sounds like there's still a little bit of music back there. What's going on? They're happy, happy, joy, joy on the court. Now, now, not in the game, but now when the game doesn't matter, listen, um, we, you know, we, we, we knew at some point that, all those front court injuries are going to catch up to them. Then you throw in no Grant Williams. My goodness. Uh, this was bad, man. I mean, look, I, I know Luke Cornette. That's Bobby's guy. But damn. Damn. And it wasn't just Luke. It was a domino effect of not having a Grant or, you know, um, Time Lord or, you know, Danilo Gallinari. All of that really conspired. And to me, Cleveland is the worst case scenario for having those guys out. Because they have, I mean, they have two legitimate twin tower types. And, I mean, when you see, like, Marcus Smart actually did the best job defensively on their bigs. He just couldn't do much with Donovan Mitchell or Karis LeVert. Yeah, that's what's funny is we were just talking about that is Smart killed them offensively. You know, I think a lot of times when that ball rotates to Smart and he shoots threes early in the clock or at least, you know, with like eight, nine, ten seconds left, that's what the defense wants you to do. Uh, I think you got to work for better shots. I think that version of Marcus is the one that drives fans crazy. It's the pre-trade deadline Marcus Smart that everybody wanted to trade. And then Marcus was like, I'm going to stop shooting threes and start distributing the ball. And this comment kind of says it here uh, from the Super Chat. Thank you, Ben. Uh, yeah, it's 
Marcus does get a little shot happy uh, until, you know, somebody tells him, like, don't do that. Do the other stuff, you know, but you're right. Um, they did a they had a really tough time with the with Levert and, and Mitchell. Mitchell was a friggin' assassin and Levert, I mean, it just came I just unbelievable. So yeah, they had a really, really they did a they had a really tough time with uh with their guards. Um and uh, you know, and then there's really no solution for the bigs. You're playing you're playing Luke Cornett, you know, heavy minutes. You're starting OT with Luke Cornett in there just to match size. I just it's you know, we and we talked about this before, Sherrod. What do you do here when you're short? When you know you've got front court issues, do you, I think you do. Do you lean? Do you try to counter them by playing the Luke Cornets, or do you just say, "I'm going to play my best five, and fine, they'll beat us up with some size, but we're going to beat them up in other ways." I think you got to play your best five. That's what you, I say. I, I that's why they're your best five. I mean, think about this. Marcus Smart did as good a job as anyone on this team defending their bigs. And there was a stretch where Cleveland went away from their bigs in part because of that. Uh, this was a game where I honestly, I would have played Al Horford big minutes. This would have been my big minute out game because you did not have enough depth in that front court to really make an impact. And Blake Griffin, I mean, it, I, I, I tweeted about this earlier. It's like Daniel Tice 2.0. Crazy quick whistles that he got. And there were a couple that were kind of 50-50 calls that didn't go his way. But Blake had like three or four fouls in like two minutes on the court. And, again, no Grant Williams, Blake Griffin in foul trouble. You don't have time load. You don't have Danilo Gallinari. You're down to your third slash fourth center that you're playing first center minutes. And give Cleveland credit. They recognized Luke Cornette on the floor, and they went at him. Bobby and I had a conversation when Luke checked into the game. Bobby – Thought that he was going to redeem himself from what happened in Florida. And within 10 seconds, he gets dumped on. And it did not get much better after that. Um, so Many Bobby, times. Bobby, you're more than welcome to keep all that little Cornette stock. I'll hang on to it for a minute. You go <laughs> like ahead I said, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm liking what he brought them tonight. And there were rough moments, right? The breakout dunk where he couldn't get back in transition was pretty much the end of his night. You had a couple. Well, other than that, he was him. great though. But other than that, he was great. Well, it was better than small ball where they're getting back down and guys are getting in the rim and they're following their heads off in the first. I, I like the adjustment. So what's frustrating me with the Celtics right now though is they're giving up so many open looks, and it's not only the fact that they're dropping back. And I just actually talked to uh, JB Bickerstaff about that, like you know, how teams are going at the Celtics when they're pretty much just planting their center in the at the rim. He loved it. You know, he, he loved the fact that Mitchell and Levert were taking practice shots all game long, even though they were two-pointers, even though Mitchell didn't get off to the best, most efficient start. It's letting these guys heat up as the game goes on. And we saw it in Miami. We saw it in Orlando with Terrence Ross. Uh, we saw it um, in the Chicago game, most specifically with DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. They're letting jump shooters get hot because they're just sitting back in the paint. Guys aren't getting through screens. The centers aren't helping. And you're not seeing the same level of switching and activity that this team played defensively with last year. Yeah, but look, you're gonna point you're gonna point to the defense, and that's fine. The reality is they scored 39 points in the second half. So the offense absolutely went to shit for Boston. Um, something happened there, total stagnation. You put 75 up on the number one ranked defense in, in the league. Uh, in the first half, he scored 39 points in the in the second half. Uh, everything stopped. All the flow stopped. And and I I think part of that has to do with the fact that they I oh think boy. they just got they got comfortable. Sherrod, it's getting serious. I wanna back there. I wanna oh I wanna God. I wanna read it. Oh stop, Jimmy! Just stop. What? You might have to join in the dining room, Sherrod. I think they're doing like a 
take it. What's going on out there? This, wait, this was a loss over there tonight, right? What's going on? So sweet Caroline all night. You wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't know it by the folks on the court now. They're winning this one, baby. Damn. Okay. Okay, Spice Girls. We're going to get this. We got to be careful. We don't want to get a copyright uh, infringement. Here. Oh, that's right. Hey, and so I agree. I put up a, uh, a super chat comment by Dirk. Look, games like this happen. It's not, a, it's not an overreaction game, but it is a game where, once again, you're just seeing the flaws that, are gonna, that aren't going away. Uh, and that's uh, that's a problem, uh, coupled with a couple of not so great performances from, you know, from play from certain players. Um, that's, uh, you know, but the, the front court issue is a problem. The lack of wing depth is a problem. Uh, we've seen reports recently that they might start thinking about using those TPEs. Yeah, that 17 million dollar one could have gotten you a pretty good player and you didn't. Now you're going to scramble and get some bargain basement guys. Uh, that's fine, but you did get a little, you sat back a little bit because you're like, hey, we look good. And then the Gallinari injury happened, and then the Williams injury happened. You're in trouble right now. You you are really, because Gallinari, the good thing is he could have substituted as both like a pseudo wing kind of shooting guy and, and an extra big there. He would have taken some of the heat off of Tatum and Brown in addition to providing front court depth. That loss is actually pretty freaking huge. And then obviously... Neither Williams boy tonight, but that stuff's not getting better. I mean, you're, you're hopefully getting healthy with Rob, but you can't just wait for that. In the interim, what do you do to, like, are we going to do this every time? Like, not every time. Are you going to be like, all right, well, we're small, so let's throw in Cornette or just say screw it and just play? Like, you know, because I, I don't really get it. Just hear Bobby's feelings. I think we'll we'll see see more of of Grant. I mean, I I don't think there's any question now that we'll see a lot more Grant going forward. Because, you know, I I, I don't care what Bobby said. Luke was not good tonight. He just wasn't that good. He got a couple of buckets, but his inability to to hold his own in the paint, uh, his inability to help out defensively, his inability to avoid getting dunked on, I don't – this was just not a good Luke Cornette. Night He's not at the number. It was it was during a stretch where that the Celtics unit did well against the Cavs unit that was in there. But the reality is, you know, and then you started the second half with him, and what happened? Fifteen point lead erased. Then you started overtime with him, and you're down seven. So I mean, it's just that was, you know, that was house money that you got when you went. I think they might have fooled themselves into thinking that double big lineup is what got them back into the game. And I don't think that that was the case. Uh, They were aggressive. They were attacking the paint. They were doing a lot of different things offensively, uh, you know, getting downhill, uh, really impressive stuff. And uh, you know, the offense was just humming at that time. I don't think it had to do with Luke Cornett's presence in the game. Um, And so, yes, you, you played, you played a little too much Luke here. You did. And we, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but, what were your other options? I mean, you could have just gone small and let Jared Allen, I guess, drop 41 on you as Look. well. But in this situation. Wow. They're thin Look at this it one. Wow, JB Zang. Whoa. Shout whoa. out JB Zang. Hey, that's that's a real that's a real comment right there. 23 that's lockdown. Phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That was the birth of our show, and and I can't tell you how many people have sent me a message similar to that, and I feel the same way. I felt like we all got each other through that stretch of time. That was that was just I, a, a rough time. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I think the the hosts on the show, 
uh for for we we was like we was like a support group sort of totally we got to talk we got to talk about stuff that was non-covid related for the first time and so it was like almost just an escape from like the madness of our uh you know yeah, crazy everyday lives at the time and then also the connection that we made with the fans which we, we still have so thank you very much for that i appreciate, appreciate it really that, do. jb um but uh yeah i i hear you jimmy we can go around in circles i don't have an answer either i i just I mean, I, I agree. Like, what else are you going to do? I just say lean into it, you know, lean into who you are and you really need to manage those minutes. You're looking at eight to 10 Blakes, eight to 10 Cornets, 10 to 12 Housers, and you pick your spots. And that's Joe's job is to find the right spots and the right moments where you play those guys. And then you just, you can't, you can't go back to it. Almost all of the time when you get, bonus minutes that are like better they are better than you expect from a guy who you don't expect to really make a contribution the second time through almost ends up completely negating it if not setting you backwards almost always i, I feel like it's really rare where you're going to dip go to the cornet well twice and it's going to and it's going to come and it's going to pay out for you no i mean the the big low key key or i should say main factor or big factor i should say was blake griffin in the foul trouble i thought this was i mean if you take away the fouls i thought this was one of blake's better starts he seemed to be i think so too and when he picked up those fouls it was just like damn of, he, of, all, of all the games that they really needed blake to just be some semblance of blake which i thought he was offensively and and and, and had a three yeah i mean took, he a, did took one off the dome but other than that it was pretty clean <laughs> That was a tough one. It was. <laughs> that was that, that kind of hurt. That kind of yeah, hurt. That, that kind of hurt. That but hurt the was, mojo. But this was, I thought this was one of Blake's better games, though. And, and I'm hoping that he can build off of this and avoid foul trouble and give them a little bit of something that he was giving them tonight. Because, again, other than the foul trouble, that to me is what killed him. But Joe Mazzula, again, to me, this is this is one of those rookie coach moments. You've got a, a veteran in, in, in Blake true. who's playing yeah. well who – is in foul trouble, you got to figure out a way to get, keep him on the floor because the guy that you had out there wasn't getting it done. And you knew Blake could at, at this particular night. He's got to, I think he, again, Joe will learn from this. The Celtics will learn from this. They'll be better for it. But damn, it, this was one that you, you really should have been able to get. Well, that's two in a row now, Sherrod. And, and, and we can keep talking about it. But Monday was a lesson, a big lesson, blowing a big lead that they had, 19 points in the first quarter in a very winnable game in Chicago. They have all week to, you know, check the tapes and, and, you know, get back in the right mindset, come out flat tonight. To their credit, great, you know, great end to that first quarter. And they kind of, I mean, they took control of this game. I, all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, are the Cavs really going to, you know, do they really have enough to claw back in this win? And, I'll, and sure enough, then all of a sudden they take the lead, right? The Cavs take the lead. And it's just like, here we go again. This is like kind of shades of, of two years ago, lacking that kind of killer instinct, that ability to sort of put teams away when you have the ability to. I don't I'm not saying we're there. I, I'm not trying to, you know, blow two games up into a 82 game season, but it's certainly not a, you know, pattern that I want to see. And again, it, it, it goes back to what we were talking right before you came on, Sherrod, without Ime, a guy that kind of knows how to get these guys going and has been there and done that. It already went through three months of hell last season before they snapped out of it. I hope there weren't in for a repeat of that. And I also wonder if Missoula has that ability to get that out of these guys, get them to play hard for a certain amount of time on the defensive end or, you know, build a lead instead of give up a lead, you know, when it matters most, like 
those are all going to be first for, for Missoula. So I feel like we're going to kind of experience but, some of these types of losses a little bit more than maybe we want to. And they're just not doing the same stuff though. It, it, they're just not like, they're not playing the same defense. It's not just personnel. It's not just missing Rob. They're not playing that same switching style defense. Everything just looks different right now uh, with the, with the style that they're playing. So what, whatever was working for them, it was the identity for the team is out the window. They score and it's fun. These games have been fun. Uh, this was a fun game. Uh, but you can't stop anybody right now. I mean, it's dreadfully bad. They're a bottom five defense in the league. Like, that's not fluky. I know it's five games and, like, we can say, like, oh, it's fixable. But, like, right now you've got scheme issues and you've got personnel issues. Um, so I don't know what fixes it at the moment. I don't think there is a, a one-size-fits-all fix to this. But I think that they need to be a little more creative what they're doing defensively because it seems like they're – they're trying to, to pivot into this different style of defense, yet there's some guys who I think are still locked into what they did last season. They're not doing enough of what worked in order to work now. Uh, because, I mean, they scored 75 points in the first half. This Cleveland team only gave up 100 per game all season. They got 75 in the first half. To have that type of offensive pow firepower and to go completely dark in the second mm -hmm. half, you can't do that if you're an elite team. Uh, they, they've got to figure some things out. they got to figure out who the hell they are because I don't think they know who that is yet. Sherrod, I see you wore your Cavs colors tonight. What do you what do you think of the Cavs? I mean, with Mitchell on the squad, obviously he dropped 41 well, tonight. He looked pretty damn good. But, I but, mean, this is a team that they have to worry about, right? Well, first of all, let's get through the color thing. Every damn team has, like, 17 damn colors. So you, there's no <laughs> way you can avoid These are the Celtics colors on, on, at some point this season. <laughs> That's the city Celtics. edition, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but, but Donovan Mitchell, this was maybe the best I've seen him look against the Celtics, like, ever. I mean, the in-out game, the Euro steps, the three ball, getting other guys involved. I thought this was one of the more complete games he's played. And, and again, Cleveland is going to be a team to reckon with. Uh, they have the type of makeup that's going to cause you fits in a best of seven series. They're built to they're they're more playoff built than I think people realize because of the fact that the game slows down in the playoffs. They have the kind of personnel that can be effective when the game slows down. So I, I, I'd be worried about them. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hear from Joe Mazzula here, give you a little promotional message uh, and continue the show. But here's Joe talking about the defensive issues with the team right now. Is there now. a concern that this is becoming a trend with the defense and the offensive rebound? Um, I mean, I think we're, we just have to execute. I don't know if it's a trend or an issue. I thought we were winning the game. like, uh, And so we had a chance to win the game. We didn't close out certain possessions. So I don't know if it's as much of an issue as it is just being more consistent on both ends of the floor and not relaxing and just understanding uh, we have to earn every win. Um, you know, so I think that's that's what the focus is. Definitely some relaxing and they definitely smoked a couple of possessions uh, when they had, you know, opportunities to put the game away. Four point lead late. Um, yeah, no question about it. Uh, but still doesn't address the issue of the defense and what's exactly going on right now with it. Um, you know, again, we, 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 we've thrown the numbers around and it's just there. It's a bad defense. It's bad defense right now. I mean, brutally bad defense. And it's not just one or two guys. It's the, it's the group. It's the, it's the group. And you can't talk about winning a championship if your defense isn't better than this. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. And I'm not convinced that when Rob gets back, all of a sudden 
that's going to be that magic elixir that's going to make everything right. I think it will help. Without question, it'll help. But they need to, frankly, they need to want to be a good defensive team. I don't think the effort, the focus, the energy, the attention to detail at that end of the floor is where it needs to be. And I don't know whether that's just them kind of resting on the laurels of what they did a year ago or whether there's something more going on. Maybe it's, it's Joe getting through to them that that is an important aspect of the game. Uh, that, to me, again, there's so many unclear aspects about who the hell this team is, what their motivation is, and whether they can put it together. Uh, obviously, we've got a lot of games left to play, but this is not what you're expecting to see. It's not, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing when you're you're not being who you talent-wise should be. Uh, it's, this isn't like you just played Golden State or Memphis or teams that are at the top tier. And Cleveland's going to be a good team. There's no doubt about that. But you should handle your business at home. You should not have lost this game, even without – some of you guys, you still should have found a way to win. I know we already talked about it a little bit, but I was just looking at the box score. 22 minutes for Brogdon does seem low, especially for a game that went into overtime. There are a lot of minutes going around. 22 minutes for Malcolm Brogdon? You should have had like, some of Smart's minutes tonight. Definitely, right? Just the way the, way the flow of the game was going. I, yeah. That's, that's one that I, I, I'm not really quite sure of either because Malcolm – in, a, in the grand scheme of things, should be playing 25 to 30 minutes every night. And at a minimum, easy. 20, easy. Uh, but the way that this game was going, and I'm, I'm looking at Malcolm's numbers, what, three or five shooting, had five assists, two rebounds, and 22. He was minutes. all right. He was only a minus one in a game where Marcus Smart was a minus 26. Right, right. I mean, look at that difference right there. Yeah, this is one of Marcus's worst games. He hasn't had a game this bad in a long, long time. Uh, and then you, you look over at the other side of the box where you see that Levert had 41. Mitchell had 41. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> that I mean, overtime. They, <laughs> that overtime. When the strength, when the strength of your defense is having, you know, uh, you know, three guards that can, you know, guard the floor and switch and play on different, you know, to have Levert and uh, and, and Mitchell go for uh, 82 is really bad. That's gonna be up there for combined, <clears throat> you know, two two dudes in the garden, right? That's gonna be up there. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't remember the last Pausing time two guards lit them up. I don't even – I mean, Steph and Clay don't even light the Celtics up like this. I mean, damn. Yeah. This was bad. Well, Vert was a guy that was – he was around, man. He was available. Yeah, but he he's such a streaky guy. Such a streaky guy. Speaking of streaky guys. Hey. What's up, Joe Sway? What you mean? You're he looking good. Me. You're it's looking good. You're not Clay. Jimmy, when you sounded good. I was not – that was not streaky, right? All right, Solid. all right, all right. Solid. All right. Kind of like, uh, like Marcus Smart, but tonight, today's a bad example. I, I yeah, 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 just like Big that. Marcus Smart just energy. Like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's going on, man? Where, where do I begin? Where, you where got you the guys, hoodie in the garden tonight. Right now. You guys talking about the bigs? We're, we're, oh, we're all over the map. First, we first we're going to do First, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about athletic greens, okay? You really hate to see this. Okay. Joe Sway no, comes on so, and we go always, straight to the ads. This Joe Sway comes on, but that's because I know people are going to wait around on the Joe Sways here. So I've, I've hooked them. Oh, okay. okay, um, okay. Anyway, uh, we want to tell you about our partner. Uh, it's a product that we all use every day. Uh, we all take AG1 here on the Garden Report. Um, every last one of us, I'm actually certain of that. Um, you know, because why we like it, got better gut health, Can't energy, optimized immune system. We love, look at how peppy we are, right? <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's, it's 11 o'clock. We're all functioning at 100% capacity right now. 
Look at how peppy we are. I drink less coffee. I'm I just coffee, feel more I'm, alert. Exactly. I love it. I'm coffee. I'm coffee free right now. So, I yeah, love I'm it. Oh, you coffee free? Yeah. I'm, Pretty damn I, good. I, I have two sips, two sips in the morning instead of like 40 ounces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but w- w- what is this stuff? It's one out, scoop, kid. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, uh, whole food sourced ingredients, uh, help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supports all the things we just talked about. Gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy focus, aging. Um, it's diet friendly, virtually no sugar, uh, supports better sleep quality. Uh you know, it's, uh, you know, endorsed by a zillion celebrities and, you know, athletes and doctors including and all of that four. stuff. Huh? Including us four celebrities. Yeah. Celebrities. Uh, <laughs> so I, again, AG well, one's legit, man. It's just like we said, it's easy. It's easy. Pop it, in, it, pop it in a cup in the morning, down the hatch, off you go. And it, done. you don't have to think twice about it. It, it, it done costs done. Th- Three bucks a day, which I guarantee you're spending more on individual supplements if you're one-stop shop. If you're going, you know, a bunch of different places, you can one-stop mm-hmm. shop it here with just Athletic Greens. Uh, it's a climate-neutral certified company, um, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, good that it does as well. Uh, you know, a, as a company itself, not only for you know your body but for the planet. So um, feel good it, about buying it. You feel good about buying it. Uh, age, in 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. Um, so again, it's a solid company. Uh, support it. Support us. Uh, and we would really appreciate it. Um, Athletic Greens give you a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. If you go to athleticgreens.com garden to take ownership of your health. And again, we'll give you this phenomenal T-shirt if you send us a uh, DM a DM with, uh, with, uh, with everything, but I'm, I'm close to skeptical on this shirt. I still haven't seen it, but Joe Sway, (laughs) what's your take? I mean, where do you, where do we begin? I'm I'm trying to zero down on the big three. And one of them has to be just the decisions down the stretch. I mean, look, we know what the situation is with the front court, no Rob Williams, no Grant Williams. So we all expected court. (laughs) I said court Cornette. To, to get his playing time in. You know, Bobby and I talked about it on Twitter spaces, and I'm like, yeah, of course. He's, and Bobby's like, wow, you're on you're on the Cornette train now. I'm like, well, if Grant's out, I mean, you, yeah, you have to use that size. You have to utilize that. But I just think it was too much of it, honestly, down the stretch. I mean, you got guys like Malcolm Brogdon, <laughs> Derek White, you know, sitting on the bench. I mean, they didn't get, they didn't have the, the greatest game in the world, but they, they gave you important buckets. They made important plays down the stretch. I mean, I just don't see the whole double big thing going into overtime and, and you sticking with that. You know, John, you put up an interesting tweet up. Um, it was like, this is risky because obviously you have five minutes in overtime. If things go south three minutes into it, that could be too big of a hole. Yeah, to get too to, late. To climb out of. And that's exactly you, what happened, John. You pull the that's plug on Cornette three minutes into the second half. You've got a ton of time to make up for it. In overtime, I did not like that move at all. So I asked, I asked, um, I asked Joe Mazzula about it, and he just kept pointing to size. And I'm just like, well – Okay, but the two guys who are killing you, Donovan Mitchell and, and Karis LeVert, you know, the, they ain't best, big. the best duo from they ain't big. Cleveland in years, they ain't big. Exactly. Like, why not stick with veterans, stick with guys that helped protect that lead, even though you did end up going into overtime, which you probably shouldn't have, but you could have easily, you could easily win this game. I mean, Cornette is just not built for something like this. And I don't mean that in like, Skill-wise, I just mean experience. He's tall, like, but he doesn't play big either. He just he doesn't. Right, he's not a presence. Right. I, was 
just the ball. I was telling Ahmed during I was telling Ahmed during the game. I'm like, he's he's getting dunked on because guys just see in his eyes that dunk over here. Like this guy They respect him. I don't think it's fear or whatever, but yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, they don't respect it's like this guy you haven't played, you know, you're not, he's not a, gonna a, challenge a well known guy. He's not gonna yeah. challenge you exactly. He, and his body language tells you that he's backpedaling, <laughs> his knees are shaking, like you know. So that's that's a big thing for me. He's sweating the minute he walks into the court. <laughs> Wait, what's as soon as he walked in, Donovan Mitchell was licking his chops. Out. He's like, I'm going to dunk on a seven-footer tonight, and no one's going to stop me. And he did. Bobby, defend your boy. Bobby is steaming. Oh, you know, they're down, what, 13 in the first quarter. He comes in, settles things down the second quarter. No, I mean, he he's not blocking shots. He settled no, things down. he didn't settle things down. He's preventing shots at the rim. So this is the trade-off they're going to have to make right now. They're, they're either going to have to play Vonley and Horford shots together. at the rim. They're either going to have to play Vonley and Horford together and switch a ton and leave a guard off the floor, go super small, which they did early, and got back down. Uh, and beat up by these bigs, fouling 10 times. Like, they can't win with a lot of this stuff. So I like them trying him tonight. I like them extending him. Maybe there were points late in the fourth quarter, and as you point to overtime, where you could have went back to your small lineup and tried to win that way with your best players on the floor. I don't think playing Brogdon 22 minutes tonight was the right idea. Probably play Derek White too much at the very least, even if you were going to go big there. But you need to see what you have early this year. And not playing Cornette at all early in the year, as they have, wasn't the right move. They saw some good things from him tonight. They saw some bad things. They probably let him go too long. So but they have see- to figure some stuff out here. Grant's out. Rob's out. Gallinari's out. Like, they have to try what they have. Say like I said, use like him that, or lose though. him. Bobby, you say things like not playing him wasn't the right thing. Wasn't the right thing. But I feel they were 3-0 and in games they didn't play him and 0-2 oh in games they didn't well, they're play giving, him. You're giving but the tonight, benefit of the doubt to Noah Vonley, who's following his head off every time he comes I understand, but I mean, I don't know what Vonley's we're doing getting here. screwed. Vonley got screwed again in Chicago. Vonley's had a tough whistle. Three of those fouls were not fouls. I just want that on the record. But Bob, Blake playing, had Bobby, a tough whistle too. Great. But that's true. Yeah, Blake is really struggling. They, their front court's a mess. So right everybody now, here thinks Blake and Vonley are playing significantly better than Cornette. So we definitely have a bit of a we have a bit of a disconnect here. What is Blake doing? Not being Luke Cornette. Right. Well, he's not so his right best. He doesn't best bring size. He can't set a screen. His he can't really trait. score. He he hit a three tonight. He did hit a three. He took yeah. one off the face, too, and he kept going. Like, didn't skip a beat. Well, when we talk about this front court right now, we obviously don't have a great option when we look at it, no matter who our guy is. Um, and, you know, whether it's Vonley, whether it's Connett, whoever you're supporting here, they're not great options. And this is what a lot of people in our chat said. A lot of people, uh, a lot of fans didn't love the front court they came into this year. I didn't think it was a big deal, but it's a big deal. Like, they're playing Grant and center in two of these games so far and uh, rebounding huge issue. Uh, you guys have probably talked about those two big uh, Levert ones down the stretch that basically flipped this game. That's killing them right now in spots. Uh, Joe Missoula pretty much said that pregame is that they're guarding well on the first and second tries. Sometimes they're giving up third chance baskets right now. So beyond all the defensive and offensive worries you have right now, their bigs aren't rebounding at a high level. And Horford was but good offensively in this one. The but Levert he's going to have to step one, up defensively, the, too. The Levert uh, offensive rebound, nobody put a body on him. He just comes flying into the He came the paint. flying in, yeah. And Bobby, then he just uh, shot Josue, it. sorry, you were muted there. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, he literally had enough time to grab the rebound, go, go to run the to the corner, all the way to and the three-point three. Like, And Al's like, is anybody else on the floor right now? He was He's like, 
He threw a temper tantrum. Yeah, he, he was. Flipped. He was like, "Where is everyone?" Yeah. That blew I, the game. Like, uh, that was terrible. Let me ask you guys this: What happened? Tatum pulled a um, Tatum pulled a pulled a pulled a Jalen. What? Uh, today, he where did Anyone. he go? Mm. Oh, where did he go in the four? Why they stop? Where did he go? Why they yeah. stop giving him the ball? All shots. Smart took all the shots, even the last position of the game. What the hell, Smart dribbling it for for the first oh, I was like, seconds? Get rid of the ball. He gave it to yeah. him with five seconds left. Of course, all you're going to get is a pull up there. Yeah, that was so bad. But that anyway, so well, bad. Tatum, they went away. It just he wasn't involved enough. So I he, I felt like every time he did get the ball, he he decided he's like, all right, I got to go ISO style. That's almost like what used to happen to Jalen in games where he's like, oh, I finally touched yeah. it. Now I got to shoot. You know. Uh, what, what did what did we miss there? Where? Well, I mean, Mobley he, Mobley kind of locked him down on one one uh, yeah possession there. But he the, was ridiculous. Yeah, he was ridiculous in the first half. What happened? He was. I thought Cleveland did a better job down the stretch, blitzing, showing to, to force him to give the ball up. The, the mistake I thought the Celtics made was they didn't get Tatum the ball you early enough. Sherrod echoing. Yes, I am. Sherrod, you're echoing Joe right Sway, now. Hold on, I'm gonna... Because he's next to Joe because Sway. Busted. They're, they're, they're neighbors right next to each other. Busted. We they can't. They can't. John, John, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we can go, hear Joe Sway's echo, too. As I was saying, Cleveland, I thought, did a good job of blitzing Tatum, getting the ball out of his hands quickly. That's why you got to get him to the ball early in the shot clock so he can give it up and then get it back. And that wasn't happening. They were just giving, they were holding on to the ball, giving it to them last minute. And then he's got a double team and he's either going to take a forced contested shot with two defenders on him, or he's going to pass it to a wide open Marcus Smart. And tonight was just not the night to pass it to a wide open Marcus Smart. That happened well, way too many it's, times. It's a bad, look, I, I'll scream this from the top of my lungs, Please dating don't. back to year, five years ago. And I'll say it until my last breath. Those Marcus Smart threes are all bad shots because it's what the defense no. wants you to take. No. Yeah. No. Work for a better no. sh- If you're taking it with 10 seconds or more left on the clock, I guarantee there's a better shot to be had. Work l- work harder. He took a couple of them with 12 and 10 seconds on the clock. No. Those are bad w- shots. Work Those are bad harder. Shots. When he takes it, if it swings after a long possession and that's the shot you – actually, the last three he took – that was a great look. That was a good three one. That was a great look. That they worked for, and they couldn't get another open look before that, and that was a clean look, and that was a shot you want him to take. There was too many where it's just, oh, I got it, and I'm open. Launch. Wrong. Wrong. John, wrong. Those are bad shots. We missed it's, it. I think you missed posting a super chat earlier. I can't find it anymore, but it was it was somebody that said Smart and Horford have been horrible, and they paid and they paid $2 to say it, so – I kind of respect that. I kind of respect that move. Like you just, you just are so frustrated with the guy. You're like, I'm gonna pay to say this. I don't care. <laughs> How much does it cost? A buck for each of them. Is that I the two buck Chuck? Is that yeah. our two buck Chuck? For, right there? for two dollars, you can scream that you hate how somebody's playing right now. I guess. But I, I um, thought Al was solid today. I mean, it wasn't great, but compared to Marcus, Al was fine. Marcus had a rough game all around. Yeah, he's he got have been. He got cooked on deep fame. Yeah, defense. But again, those Harris threes have to be Big three over them. Yeah. Those threes are late in the club. What happened last year? What-
Why do we have to do this with Marcus all the time? I'm I'm bored having this conversation. We've because, done this John, already. The yeah, version of the version of Marcus we like is the one who got scared that he was going to get traded last year and stopped shooting threes and then started distributing the ball and started and 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 that was it and his shot attempts went down to like 7 8 a game. That's the guy. How do, he forgets himself and he has games where he's shooting 15 18 times. That's wrong. It's just wrong. It's just not what you're supposed to do. You just He's got to get those out of his system. It's ne- especially in a game where Tatum and Brown are freaking on fire. I understand sometimes when the offense stagnates, I actually like that Marcus will be like, screw it. I'm going to take some of this on myself because no one's doing anything. And sometimes you actually need that. Uh, and he will force the issue, even though he's not the most offensively gifted player. This wasn't that night. This was just a, I feel like shooting sort of night. It was sli- It was sloppy. It's irresponsible. That's what bugs you on a night like this. They didn't need it. It it didn't work. It wasn't part of the flow. They were doing fine without it. It was the only bad thing going on with their offense. I don't know why he kept doing it early and often. Yeah, the long misses also led to easy buckets for, for the transition. The other, it's such, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, why they were, that's why they got rid of that 17 point deficit so quickly. I mean, in the middle, midway through the fourth quarter, it was a tie game. And honestly, it didn't look good for Boston. I mean, they were able to manage, you know, somewhat of a run towards the end of the regulation to force overtime, but it's I'm, I'm with you, John, but I just think it's, it's like, not um, smart uh, basketball. It's not smart on the, basketball on the list of things that went bad today. Like how, how high is that on your list? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Marcus smart having a really, defense, really bad game uh, on both sides, I think was a big story tonight. Yeah. I mean the, the struggles he had offensively, that's one thing, but the 41 points that Donovan dropped the 41 points that Kara dropped, that's, sh- that should not happen. One of those guys going off like that, I get it. But damn, 82 from their starting backcourt? Yeah. I mean, that just should never happen. Yeah. And, and again, okay. But, re- Sherrod, solid point. However, <laughs> when when you have your second and third best backcourt defenders sitting on the bench during overtime, you're really not doing yourself much favors, right? Like, Agreed. you have Brogdon. Oh, Marcus played, I guess. But, still, oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. Marcus and Derek White. I mean, look, Derek White's not the best defender out there, but – I thought that he gave you a lot more than you saw when, when, with the lineup with, with the two bigs with Cornet. You know, I would have loved to see that lineup, you know, start overtime and just see what happens there. But I guess Joe Mazzula was too afraid about it's, you know, it's, not yeah, it's, yeah, it's a catch-22 right now because John's talked about this too, even in the playoffs last year. They're going at white. They're putting them in switches and backing yep. them down and creating baskets out of those. So right now you don't have a perfect lineup that can defend and score. Because uh, when you have Luke out there, again, I thought the defense improved in those moments, but you don't have a big that can be an outlet for offense. You don't have uh, a secondary shooter, whether that's Brogdon or whether that's White. Those guys end up off the floor. You can sprinkle in Hauser. And again, this goes back to some of the fatal flaws on this roster right now with the injuries and depth problems that they have. And Grant helps us a little bit, but you can't play Hauser as a every as an extended minutes guy because he's going to get hit defensively Uh, so you're ending up in these situations where your defense is exposed if you're trying to go a little bit more versatile and offensive and I think that's what Missoula really wants to do he did it again to start this game we talked to him yesterday and he says yeah we're going against a big team a physical team but we want to still do like the speed the skill stuff that we do well and they did it well here but in the moments where they put that lineup on the floor, I thought they really got nailed by Cleveland's offense. And again, this is a bad defense right now. I wrote about it yesterday. Like it's not only are they giving up a ton of shots, 
but they're just not connected. These new guys that they're trying to integrate in, even Brogdon to some degree, having a tough time with all the switching on the perimeter and, um, you know, trying to prevent jump shots and teams are torching them. I thought even Miami shot well against them. So I don't know how they fix this right now. Yeah. But see, I think if like there were so many times where it just seemed like Luke Cornett was a was a turnstile on defense, you know, and it wasn't even about getting dunked on. Not even not, not even just those plays, but back to the basket, getting, you know, back down. By Mobley. Yeah, he had layup. a few big makes on It was on a him. layup almost every single time they had a layup. So you, when you're trading baskets like that, it's just it puts yourself in a you're in a difficult situation on top. And of you know what the crazy thing is? Rebounds. Too many offensive rebounds. The crazy thing is, you played all these centers tonight, and Al still went 41 minutes. So you're still pretty reliant on him, too. Well, when Blake Griffin gets, what, they have four, almost four fouls in the first quarter. I mean, <laughs> it really doesn't help. What was it, 20 fouls called in that first quarter between both teams? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're thrilled with where this offense is at right where'd now the, for the most part early this year. but Where'd the switching go, Bobby? What are we doing here? I don't know. I haven't gotten a good answer on it. Like, I – you see the difference, John, right? Like they are that big is not coming out of the paint. No, nope, that was not, not the they same. Did. They, they sprinkled that in last year. You may like to do that at times. With but Horford, even without but... Rob, they were still doing it. They were still playing yeah. that that scheme. I mean, they were committed to it and and, and, and they live by it, die by it. Uh, it's just not there. Part of me thinks guys aren't ready for it. Part of me thinks they don't want to overextend Al by having him guard the perimeter for the entire night for 40 minutes. Um, and part of me thinks that. Like they're playing the analytics here. And Jay, like, again, I talked to Bickerstaff about that after. He's like, you can say the analytics, like, take away the rim, but we're getting open jump shots. So we love this. And pretty much every team the Celtics have played have loved it, right? Like, they're loving the mid range off these guys, right? Tyler Hero gets going. Mitchell gets going. They are letting guards go off right now. And you know what? Part of that's on the perimeter players. They're not getting through screens. Smart does a decent job. White does an okay job. Brown and Tatum are going to do a better job with that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, going back to what Jimmy said, um, you know, during some of our preview type of shows, like nothing's guaranteed. You can return the same guys, but when, when your bread and butter is defense, um, you know, that that's it. And again, Bobby, this is why I always give you a hard time with like, can he play defense or defensive player? I always, defense is a choice. It's a commitment. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you buy in or you don't, which is why I don't, put that much stock into great defender and not great defender, because if you get anybody to buy into whatever it is that you're doing, I think you can make it work for you. And right now uh, they're not connected. It's not, doesn't look like last year. It's not the same sort of thing. So it doesn't matter that they did perform well before if they're choosing not to, or they're not going to give the same level of effort or sacrifice, uh, or they're just not, you know, uh, or you've got some personnel gaps in here. Now, the whole point last year was it everybody was, connected uh so they had five guys out there it looked like they had seven guys out there they were just sw- it just there were times it literally looked impossible to score on them there's no sense of that right now yeah teams yeah. teams, teams would work right the ball around them. the perimeter and wouldn't have they'd get no closer to score like they, they there'd be four seconds left on the clock and they're like crap we haven't done a freaking mm-hmm. thing yet you know i mean and that's not happening right now I thought the most staggering stat, like you, you talk about how difficult they looked against them last year and how disruptive they were. They went from second in forcing turnovers, uh, opposing turnover percentage to 29th entering tonight. So they're not forcing turnovers. They got like what one great block from Horford inside tonight. I didn't see many blocks in this game, but 
you're right. It's an intensity thing. That Miami game was probably the odd one out of all of these where they were pretty intense, locked down late, and blocked a ton of shots and were pretty intense on the perimeter. Um, but that's yeah. it so far. I, and I know it's early, but you're already getting a comment from Missoula in the post game, and I don't know whether he means it or not. But we need to Which learn how to win again. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're not doing this now, are we? Yeah, he said that shit. <laughs> yep. What did that mean, Joe? Doing what? Doing what? <laughs> what we did last year. Think, the, we just got to learn. We got to find our. I don't want to do that again. Is the energy about to I shift think he again? Meant <laughs> I think he meant it. I think he meant it as in. You know, just getting back to what they were doing. But you, you have to be careful with your language, right? You can't say – you don't want to talk about what Ime did last season all that because you have to move on. So I, I get what he's saying, but, yeah, it does sound like as if, like, they forgot how to win. I don't think he meant it in that in that way. All right. It's all just right. like the fundamentals. He's been preaching the fundamentals. And that was the – that was pretty much the uh, the cliff notes of that press conference. It's like we need to get back to the fundamentals and effort and, and rebounding and, and defending. And, you know, it, it's more about that than about uh, the, the, the actual uh, – you know, executed, you know, as, as being being ready to play and being ready to, to make those game winning plays, as he said, uh, a few times. And I, I thought of Marcus a lot when he kept saying that. But that always happens. We've been saying that about Marcus for a long time. And um, he didn't have a whole lot of those in this one. But um, down the stretch, I just thought defensively, none of these guys really did. They have to find a way to, to, to regain that that characteristic that they had last year. That That's a good point. Like how many how many moments were there in this game where they could have just shut it off, you know? Like get that rebound, Levert, um, convert that opportunity where they had four seconds left for Tatum to shoot. Uh, a couple moments in overtime, that long pass that Smart threw over Jalen's head. I know they were down, but that would have pulled them within one, and you probably have a chance at that point. <laughs> Not executing in big moments was definitely a factor tonight. Oh, that that was the guy, Jimmy. <laughs> that was the guy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Another you, another two another two just to get it in there. <laughs> Caught him up there. <laughs> it is worth it though. Sometimes you just gotta get it off your chest, you know, a little frustration. But yeah. Two bucks, why not? Two, two bucks. buck chucks. I love those two oh, buck chucks. Yeah. Love them. Love two buck chucks. We'll do a few two buck chucks tonight, you know. I Especially after a loss. You gotta get it off your chest. Yeah. Uh all right. So look, it's one game, but again, a lot of lot of lot of things that uh you know, are, are, are definitely troubling. I don't know that it gets fixed. I don't know. We'll see. Like, uh, it's not, you know. Sunday's we'll going to be a similar game. Dynamic guards, a lot of shooting, big man that can hurt you in Porzingis. Like, if they play like this again, they'll lose to the Wizards, too. Well, I mean, again, come you on. Know, come on. Let's be real. Beal, Barton. Beal. We still want Beal? Porzingis, Kuzma. You know, it's Kuzma. it's. I mean, here's the here's the truth of it. the The Philly game was excellent. You had 20 turnovers on night two. You squeaked by Orlando in game three, and then you've got these back to back kind of duds here. Um, there's more not to like than to like right now. But there's plenty to like in terms of the offense. Plenty to like in terms of Tatum. You know, kind of looking like a more complete all-around player. Uh, but as a team right now, uh, there's a lot of things not to love uh, that's, going on, that's going on with them right now. And it's not a they're just awesome, they'll snap their fingers and turn it around sort of thing. So you just need to see it. You need to see cleaner efforts start to finish. You need to see a team – you need to see them not give up 120 points also. 
because <laughs> they're doing that a lot. Like every game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not worried about the offense, really, even if they did have shaky moments tonight. I think they're doing they, all the they right shut, things. They shut down in the second half. They had a, the, well, you know, was, you're, you're going to get Grant back for Sunday, and that's a big deal for their spacing and all that. So it is. I think they'll be fine on that end. Defensively, I'm, I'm getting worried. Like, through the Orlando game, you say, oh, it's early. Chicago was bad. And tonight, again, 130, 40 points apiece to the guards. You didn't see that last year after the after the trade deadline. Did anything like that? Anything close second half last year to this? Not that Not I can lot. remember. Not a lot. No. They've given up 117 or more in in – Every game but one. I mean, that's well. Scoring's up around the league too, so you, we kind of gonna have to adjust to that. Your favorite rule, Jimmy? There, the, the transition ones, I think, is boosted scoring a little bit. But and you look at like one twenty, one thirty. That's too high. Golden State's defense—they're also kind of bottom third of the league right now. There's a few mm-hmm. teams that um, defense is supposed to be their hallmark that aren't playing great defense right now, and scoring is way up. Um, no doubt about that. So yeah, it it maybe it corrects itself a little bit. Um, but I mean, the Cel- the Celtics are, I mean, bad, bad right now. It's not just not okay; they're bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the defense is bad. Um, so Sunday, uh, wait, who we got Sunday? Wizards. Wizards. The Wiz. The Wizards. What time's that one? Six. Six. Okay, that's a manageable one. We're back. With that, 6 o'clock garden report. We'll see who's there, uh, but we should have a cast of characters uh, <laughs> covering that game. Celtics fall to 3-2 and two with this one, 132-123. Uh, a fun game, an entertaining game, still a fun frustrating game. loss. Oh, yeah, man, some of those initial dunks. I think, I, think the, I think you guys were all a little surprised when I had the Cavs as my four seed, but Bobby, I mean, a little bit more respect for the Cavs tonight without Garland. I love the Cavs. You know, I have Justin Rowan on my go. podcast like every every month. I always do my Cavs check-in. I love them. One of my favorite teams. Not quite Raptors love, but I got a lot of respect I think for this team. Be a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, anyone else wants to throw anything in? Now is your time. Um, I got a question for Bobby. You got one choice. What, what fountain soda are you going with behind you? You got one cup. <laughs> what do we got? Can of dry ginger ale. Always loved it. You're Every a ginger ale guy? Mm-hmm. I should I should have known that. You should get stamped ginger ale on your forehead. I should have known that. <laughs> it's ginger no ale. Drink, guy. I mean, no drink. No drink. Uh, no, what, what, what we kind of no call caffeine. it? Soft drink. No soft drink makes you feel better than a nice ginger ale. You give it, they give you ginger ale when you're sick. They're like, yeah, sip some ginger ale. You'll feel better. Yeah, and that's the point. Makes you feel good. Like Would they call it the healthy soda? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can go anything but Coca Cola fountain soda. I think that's no, just no. You have to. Every, you, sometimes you need it. You need sometimes, it. Sometimes there's certain you things just... that just call for a fountain Coke. Yeah. Here's yeah. yeah I, I, I drank a ton of Coke in middle school, and I just gave it up. And I no, I've years. completely given it up. But yeah. if I see it, I'm like, oh, I want that so bad. Once in a while, you know what it was good with? Nice... Once in a while, you can have it. It's, and it's once a year, a root beer. A grape soda and an orange soda. That's about it. That's all I can do. But man, I love those. Yeah. Once a, I mean, my, Laura, Laura, my my wife's parents for some reason buy like those mini, like nine ounce bottles of oh, yeah. like the, of Sunkissed 
yeah. Uh, and all of those things. And they're always in the fridge. And every time I go up there, I'm like, I'm having a freaking orange. You get a crack today. one sometimes. It just <laughs> hits the spot, brings you back to the good old days. I love it. Tell you oh what, though, God. they've been jacking the sugar up. I think they jack the sugar up every couple of years. In the, I'm telling you, if you look at a bottle, like a 20 ounce bottle of like, if you get a soda, bottle, you're getting it's like, like 75 grams of sugar. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Here's a here's That's, a pop here's a little pop quiz for you guys. How many grams of sugar do you think is in a sugar packet? Like, like that so you put few. It's like it's like it's like. 15 or something no or it's even less or it's less three five or it's like something. three okay. yeah so picture all those sugar packets sugar. going into one bottle of soda <laughs> yeah. you know how many packets of sugar that is like when you get like coffee it's crazy you put, like, one packet in you're talking like 20 packets of of sugars going into these bottles people don't even realize that it's unbelievable it's insane when you realize that you'll stop drinking it like that's what happened to me. You can't handle the corn syrup. That's why you got to get the Mexican Coke. That's the good stuff. Oh, the Ooh, those sugar. always are good. Let's go with a nice pizza. You got to have a guy. You got to have a Mexican I, Coke guy. I, I cook with it. No, you can get it in a market basket. Um, it's a good. Uh, it's good for like if you're gonna make like a, a carnitas, uh, and you're gonna put it in a slow cooker. It's a good, good, good thing to use for the base. Coca Cola. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll give it. Give it a little. Okay. Give it a it's little. What? Like a little zest. It's just good. Someone's little just sweetness, getting, little flavor. Someone's it's terrific. Someone's yeah. just getting to the show uh, looking for some basketball talk, and they hit the toe to say they're at the happy hour of the show. Got, you're, you're too late. You're too late. You should have been here an hour ago. With the zappy hour. Sack, the zappy hour. Yeah, no we should more, have that, man. too. Any, check us out. We got hour. Patriots that day, too. One o'clock game. We'll have a post-game show uh, coming up as well. Oh, I made a page. I made a I made a Patriots post game appearance. If anyone wants to check out last uh, last week's was, episode, Jimmy saved us. Call to the bullpen. Had some technical difficulties. I jumped in. Did it about what half hour, forty minutes. It was awesome. Kept it going. Yeah. I had to. I had to. I had to criticize. I had to criticize the team and Bill. I mean, I had to do what I had to do. I didn't want to, but I had to after that performance. It's absolutely pathetic performance, top to bottom against the Bears. So yeah. It was I bad. Had to, I had to do it. In Wano, I had to. It was so bad. We'll see. This is a must-win game against the Jets. How 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 far the, the Patriots have fallen? A must-win game against the Jets to save their season. That's where we're at right now. And a must-win game against the Wizards. You're going, right, John? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you're still going. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in the middle of That's right. Any any uh any any uh CLNS New Yorkers, John, you're gonna let them know where you're gonna be. I had a guy tonight. invite me. I had a guy invite me to lunch already. He said he's got a pizza joint in Jersey City, in in, in uh, near no the. No way, he has one. There you I'm go. I'm coming. Yeah. We need a we need a one bite one pizza. bite review. We need yeah. a score. Exactly. Bite score. Jersey pizza's good. It's uh well I stay in Brooklyn and there's some really good shops there too. Um you know. Uh, uh, Shout out Lucali. Williamsburg, a couple other joints, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, can't go wrong. Anyway, we're going to wrap it. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging. It was a loss, but, you know, a game is a game is a game. It was a fun one. Uh, Sherrod at the Garden, Josue at the Garden, Bobby at the Garden. Check us out. We'll have a ton more uh, stuff uh, coming up on our YouTube channel. Those guys will have some post-game wrap-ups. All our post-game sound is there. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll follow up with it. And then we got more stuff coming up Sunday. So uh, we are done. Once again, Athletic Greens, if you haven't already purchased it, uh, please give it a shot it. or um, just look at it. Just check it out. You yeah, might just like Just look at it. You might just like just it. Just look at it. Do a 
little bit of research on it. It's worthwhile. Like I said, everybody here on the Garden Report uses it. Athleticgreens.com slash garden. Free one-year supply of vitamin D plus uh, five free travel packs for this terrific one-stop shopping uh, supplement. One scoop, cup of water. Uh, and all of your health needs are done for the day. Make sure you can even mix ginger. Forget, forget the soda. Go get this. Forget yes. the soda, my friend. <laughs>